Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Undivided, episode number 20, the first 20. This show and all the shows on Life Coach Radio Network are brought to you by Audible.com. That's Audible.com, the world's leader in spoken audio, audiobooks, magazines, online materials, online source materials, and anything spoken audio. That's Audible.com. Welcome in to Undivided, episode number 20, the first 20 episodes. I can't believe it's been 20 episodes. It is Wednesday, the 18th of April. It is 7 p.m. We are live here on the East Coast. I'm your host, Frank Chamaduri. And as I looked at tonight's show, I realized that in the description part of the studio page, I never entered the more detailed description because this show took on a life of its own. And it built you know, the response to this show, this idea that I had that instead of having the traditional format, instead of having a guest on the show tonight and doing just a regular show, that at the point here that we are 20 episodes in, I should look back on the first 19 episodes of the show and look ahead to the next few episodes where I have, and I'm blessed to have, some great resources and some great experts that have already committed for a lot of the summertime uh, slate of programs, so the spring and the summer. If spring ever arrives here in New Jersey, here today, it was, at least we had the sun today. I almost forgot what that looked like. It was very cold. You know, the wind blew. You could tell it was, you know, this morning in the mid-30s. So it still feels like winter, but it's actually spring, or at least the calendar would seem to indicate so. So I'm already thinking about the summertime show. So I look back and I put out there to other guests that have been on the show, would you like to reappear on the program uh, just for a few minutes? And I was overwhelmed by the response that that gained. So tonight, I don't envision taking too many audience calls because we have so many of the guests that have been on my show previously that would like to call in, and we're going to do like mini little catch-up type interviews, three or four minutes at a time, and talk to them about their experience here on the show uh, and their experiences in their life since. Uh, This show has, uh, I've been blessed to have a a really nice following for the show, and to that and to you listeners out there, I'm really grateful for that, very grateful for that. So this show and this undivided movement has kind of taken on a life of its own. So where do we go and where do we start? We start at the beginning. And I look back at the premiere show, which some other uh, people grabbed onto on other platforms, which I was grateful for, and they shared it, but they changed the name of premiere and misspelled it. And I always, it always bothered me, and I want to put that out there now, that they have it spelled P-R-E-M-I-E-R, like the Premier League in soccer or a Premier uh, uh, blender or premier TV. Uh, it's, uh, I had it spelled correctly and it kind of got butchered over time, but the premiere show, the big premiere show was last June. And it seems like a, a blink of an eye. And yet it seems so far away in, in my own life. When I, I think about where I am now and, and where I was then. And it's very interesting when you look back. So in that premiere episode, I laid out a lot of different potential themes and subtopics, divisions within society, 
divisions that I think society has constructed and put up as barriers to keep us apart, to keep people apart, to keep us separated so that they can control us, keep us separated to make people feel disempowered, to make people feel hopeless, to make people feel as if their future is not within their control, to make people feel separated from God or from a spiritual part of their life, to make people feel divided from their neighbor or the person across the street, this lack of community. I said at that time I was going to ask a lot of very tough questions. I was going to seek answers and search for them. And I invited the audience to come with me. And I'm blown away at how many people have taken up that invitation, either at that point then from the very beginning, and there are listeners that have been there from the very beginning, but most of them back then were my friends, my close friends, my college buddies, which I'm eternally grateful for their support, my family, of course. But it's grown that people have gone back and listened to that episode, have heard about the show, and for that I'm so grateful, you know, through different networking and people have heard about it, they've gone back, they've listened, and they've jumped on the, on the train, so to speak. They've jumped on the movement. I talk a lot about Dr. Martin Luther King and his nonviolent movements. I want to, in a nonviolent, non-confrontational way, bring people together and just start dialogues. And I think that we've done that so far in this show. I, I would like to say I know that we've done that through the feedback, both of my guests, who have been so blessed to have so many awesome people lend their talents to this show. And also to the audience and the feedback that I receive. My wife gave me a great idea at one point to start an, uh, an, on my own email account for the show, and it was such a huge thing. It's undivided show. That's undivided, S-H-O-W, at gmail.com. And that way, when we had a show, like when Tracy Leacock was on and we were doing forgiveness versus resentment, there are people that had problems with their brother or their brother-in-law, their cousin or their neighbor, and they didn't want to call into a show and admit that. They didn't want to call into a show and state their name or have someone recognize their voice and say, oh, I'm, I'm upset at my best friend because of this or I'm mad at my cousin because of something he did to me or she did to me five years ago. So they emailed those questions in. And we, both during the show and then after the show, I got a great response. Uh, Tracy or I reached back out to those people. So that was the beginning of that, that movement and saying, wow, this email option was a great option for people because some of the subject matter can be very dicey at points. Some of the subject matter can be not controversial, but can be very close to home. So that email takes it and is, allows someone to contribute in an anonymous way, but allows their voice to still be heard on a platform and to get an answer from professional coaches. I, at this point, also want to read the disclaimer for the show. I, as I've been putting out there over the last several weeks, the views of this show aren't necessarily the views of myself as the host. The views of my guests, they might be taking upon a role or a counterpoint or a point or counterpoint in an argument. So that may not necessarily be their view on the subject. I've taken up counter positions on things on this show that I necessarily you know, believe in myself. 
and it's not the views of Life Coach Radio Network, so that it's not the network views either. So now that that's out there and that disclaimer is out there, we've tackled a lot of divides on this show. The episode number two, this was like my first episode with a guest after the big premiere show, was an episode with uh, entitled Faith Over Fear. Episode number two featured uh, special guest Bill Ross. And we talked about how the society wants to drill fear. We talked about the media and the fear machine, and we've talked about that a lot on this program over the series and the length of time it's been on. But that was the beginning of it, was both the premiere show and with Bill coming on. And Bill had a book called Holy Spirit Radio. It's still available on Amazon. And the book had just come out about a week or two prior, if I remember right, uh, to when he came on the show last summer. And we talked about that, being in tune to the Holy Spirit, being in tune to the spiritual component in your life, having that volume turned up. It's like a radio frequency. Bill also talked about Lenten Positive Acts, which, while it's a Catholic program uh, observed during the 40-plus days of Lent, where the challenge is to do X number of kind acts per day and to keep increasing that as the weeks go on and keeping track of that and holding yourself accountable and having a group holding you accountable to that. I've had groups from all different types of religions contact Bill or myself about getting into involved in that program and utilizing it either within their community or their faith organization or their group or their men's group or whatever they have to benefit people. So that was my first big aha moment that this show was going to be something very special. And we heard back from those people then. And then we had uh, Dennis Marshall on uh, Hope Over Despair was episode three. That was the theme of that program. And Dennis shares a lot of his journey and how he got to where he is now in life some of the things that he's experienced, both as a parent with an autistic son uh, in the workplace, uh, with coworkers and some tragic events that came through there, and how, you know, his plan for his son's life changed so dramatically when his son was diagnosed. And he's realized that his son wasn't going to have the quote-unquote normal life that he thought that his son was going to have. And, but how much he's grown and faith and hope and strength and that hope over when you feel this such despair in your life and how do you find that? How do you tap into that? So please go back, listen to that program. If you haven't already, uh, that was a very powerful witness. Then we had Steve Rook on an episode four. Um, I don't think Steve can join us tonight. I had put out the invitation to everybody and, it, it was kind of a, a situation where I think he's, he's trying to juggle a number of things right now. Uh, but Steve came on and talked about technology. It was called The Technology Show. The official title was Using Technology for Good. And Steve came on and talked about this because there was so much in the media, and even look at today, it's going on with you know Google and Facebook and all these larger corporations with uh, data and data mining and uh, how your personal information is stored or used. We talked about that on that show, and that was back, you know, last year in the summertime on episode four. But we also talked about how so many people are focused in on uh, people hacking into systems 
and uh, people hacking into computers and these ransomware viruses and all these other things that go on, instead of being focused on the good that technology can provide. So Steve laid out a variety of different examples of that, different examples of using technology to find work, using technology to learn new skills that could benefit people or get you a new job or a career change. That was very important to think about at that time, like watching a YouTube video and teaching yourself some skills and then going out and getting a job. We also talked about the whole side hustle movement in America. And around that time, there were several reports being done by CBS News and other major organizations about Americans using the Internet, using social media, when you think about, you know, uh, uh, Airbnb or uh, uh, the uh, different uh, transportation, uh, Uber and some of the different transportation services, you get side jobs, side hustle. You could sell things on different websites that are open source websites to market products. So we talked about the use of technology to do those sorts of things, which is a very interesting episode. And we saw that there, you know, the response to that, people saying, this is very interesting for a variety of levels. How do we use technology differently than we might have thought so in the past? And we don't think of it as this being this terrible thing. We have this uh, whole other, other perspective on it. Then I did my first solo show since the beginning show, since the uh, premiere show, if you will. And that show was all about healing and the concept of healing, the concept of redemptive suffering, if anyone is familiar with that concept, offering up the suffering or pain that you may have for others that are in a different spot than you are. Maybe they don't look at pain or suffering in that way. It's a, a more of a spiritual thing, a, a religious thing. Uh, so we talked about that. And also, how do you heal, how do you move on when you feel like life is constantly trying to, quote-unquote, drag you down or kick you while you're down. And I shared some instances in my life where I felt really down and out. And how was I going to heal? And the problem with the society, and I've talked to uh, a number of other colleagues and coaches about this even in recent days leading up to uh, the show this evening, was the noise in society. There is so much noise out there. And I talk about the importance of being still and listening, listening for the voice of God. That's when you're going to hear it in the stillness and the quiet. You're in your car, shut off the radio, park yourself in a spot, get somewhere early and spend 10 minutes and just be in the quiet. That the studies, the scientific studies show the brain needs quiet to think, to operate properly, to really reflect and to be introspective. And that's where you're going to reach some very high capacity thoughts and ideas and allow yourself to truly heal by listening to that voice, that voice that comes from being spiritually connected. It's 7.15 here on episode number 20. And again, as I said, we'll have multiple guests along. This is 
episode 20. The first 20 episodes are also known as the reunion show. Undividedshow at gmail.com. That's undividedshow at gmail.com. Audible.com is our sponsor. 646-716-9397 is the phone number. And show promotion for Sisters of the Diaspora. New episode comes your way Thursday. That's the 19th. That's tomorrow night, Thursday night, April 19th. Sisters of the Diaspora, Trina Ramsey and the gals will be at you with a brand new episode, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Life Coach chat channel. That's Sisters of the Diaspora, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Catholic Charities, 800-919-9338. It's 800-919-9338 to give in your local community. As I said, it's still cold in so many places. I saw a video of Wisconsin this morning. It looks like the North Pole. www.salvationarmyus.org. Enter your zip code to give in your local community. And Tracy Leacock, I'm expecting her call in a few minutes. Um, The call I had uh, that was supposed to come in earlier on the show uh, had to to cancel. I'm going to cover that a little later on because uh, that guest was Diego Alessandro who uh, came on uh, on episode nine. So I'm going to cover that in a little bit. Uh, Diego had a uh, family emergency and contacted me yesterday and and sends his apologies because that show was a very, very well-liked show uh, and sends his apologies to the audience because they were looking forward to him coming and and joining the call and joining the show, excuse me. And Tracy Leacock, I'm expecting her to come on uh, and to uh, come on to the show in a few minutes. Uh, sorry, just going through kind of a couple of emails here. So that's always a, a, an awesome development, as I see on this show. Uh, and I've seen it uh, more than, more than a, a few times. Uh, Tracy had... Um, Oh, I've got a call. Hang on for one second, guys. Hello? Hey, Frank. It's Nick Marchese. How are you? Nick, welcome to Undivided. Welcome back, I should say. Welcome back. That's right. It's It's been some time. <laughs> it has been. It has been. How, how are things? How are things going since you've come on? And how would you describe that experience? And you know, how would you describe your network's reaction to it and that sort of thing? And then tell me what's been going on since. Well, it's been great. It was, especially when we first spoke, it was a, it was a pleasure uh, to, to speak with you about what we have going on. Because, you know, with Mammoth Film Festival, we're all about community, connecting people, engaging people, inspiring people. So I think it fit really well, the conversation that we had about connecting people with film. And um, since we spoke, we had a few different events go on. We had a partnership screening, partnership film screening with the Homedell Library uh, here in New Jersey, which has been fantastic. And I think you're going to be joining us uh, for an upcoming one, right? Yes, yes, that's right. I'm joining up and um, linking up with you guys in May. Uh, that's the first of the, uh, the three I'm going to be doing with you guys, which I'm um, really was very, very honored to be asked to uh, to host that. And that's going to be Where the Wild Things Are, one of my favorite films. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a great time. And again, it, it really it really talks about what you do a great job talking about on your show, which is when I was listening to your opening, which is great because it's kind of funny sometimes people only want to connect and come together if if it's in a major major event or sometimes like you were saying in terms of, of violence. But uh, it's really great that we can still find ways today, which I would argue is greatly because of arts and culture and events like that, that we can actually uh, bring people together. And sometimes, in most cases, you're bringing people together who maybe don't have so much in common, but they're there for uh, a particular interest. Maybe it's like we said when we talk about movies and films or stories. So um, that's a really interesting point, which is why I think when we had our show um, a month or two ago, it, it really worked very well. It did. It really did. Uh, from from that perspective, you know, we were able to talk about community, which is so important. Uh, it's a really important aspect of, of what this show tries to achieve and what you're trying to achieve there with the Mammoth Film Festival. So I think that, and we got a lot of great feedback on that. I think both of us did, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, from... Not exactly, both from your end and from our end, just because, again, um, you know, we're a nonprofit, and, and part of our mission is, well, our, our whole slogan is that what we do is inspire and experience, and we do that through promoting um, artists who are out there, connecting them with the industry, and educating them. So, I mean, hey, there's no better uh, way, especially for what you're doing on your show in terms of undivided about breaking division, because it's all, it's all about bringing people together and the different events that we have coming up, the ones that you're involved with us, our festival, which is August 10th through the 12th in Red Bank. Um, and that's what it's all about. And every person that comes out, uh, interacts with each other, meets each other, literally breaks barriers and, uh, you know, puts the phone away for a moment and gets to shake hands and interact. So uh, you really can't ask for anything better than that. And I think we do a great job, our entire team of volunteers and our board in making all these events happen. You guys do, and, you know, you bring in films from all around the world, which is so incredible. So, again, that, too, speaks to breaking down those barriers, both culturally, ethnically, and otherwise. You know, culturally, you're bringing in films from all over the world and exposing people that, you know, wouldn't normally necessarily see a movie from one of those countries. So it provides a whole other aspect to that, which is huge. It's huge as far as connecting people. Uh, So I think that's, that's such a great component of it. And now, of course, you know, with Film 360, you have plans for that. I mean, you know, starting at Bell Works, uh, the new Homedale Library here in our local area, but you have plans for that as well, I would say, probably beyond that as well. Oh, of course. I mean, listen, it's everything starts somewhere, and we've, we've really grounded ourselves well, especially with that series where um, you know, we have Where the Wild Things Are, we have Jurassic Park after that, and we have different movies where what we want to do is in, in, invite people out, people that maybe enjoy the books, people that uh, have some form of an interest in the story of the characters. And really what it's about is not just watching the movie, but my favorite part, the discussion that you'll be moderating, is giving people the opportunity to kind of express their thoughts and feelings uh, or ideas about something. And it's... Um, I, it's always great. I always enjoy the opportunity uh, to do it myself. And, and, and even jumping back to what you're saying about bringing films from across the world, yes, um, what I like to say is that we offer a, a window to the outside where um, the movie theaters aren't always showing you the different cultures uh, that are from across the world because they kind of like these high-concept movies that just 
sell a lot, a lot of tickets and make a lot of money quite kind of they kind of this between um, international foreign documentaries, foreign narrative films. You really get to peer through a window and take a look at, um, you know, the, the rest of the world and then what happens in these different places. That's awesome. Thank you, Nick, for calling in. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Frank. Good luck with the rest of the show. Congrats. Thank you so much. Thanks again for calling in, and thanks for being on, and good luck to you with everything. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You too. And we have another call. Hello? Okay, I was trying to get the other call up. Uh, must have disconnected. Uh, please call back in. I'm really sorry about that. Um, we uh, had a, uh, looks like a technical issue trying to get that last call up. So if you wouldn't mind uh, calling back in, and then I'll get you up as soon as possible. It is 725 here. We are live, undivided episode number 20. And it was great to hear from Nick. You know, if, if you haven't heard that show, uh, go back and take a listen to it. It was uh, all about film and the medium of film and using film to, you know, connect uh, people together in community. And it was such a powerful uh, witness to the to the groundbreaking nature that films can have in growing community, as we said, in unity, and also in educating people, educating people about the industry of film, and educating people about the uh, different cultural layers and different cultural aspects and issues that go on in certain countries, and then even beyond that, from the coaching perspective. I had shared on that show why I thought it was so important. The music show, which I mentioned that uh, Diego was uh, on, and Diego was supposed to call in around 7:10, and then have this other situation go on. Um, and we wish him well and his family well. Uh, but for both with Diego's show and Nick's show, talking about music and movies, there was a coaching aspect to it, and is that's part of leisure. You know, I was I talked about when going through my training with IPEC, the, uh, the uh, school that I attended, uh, they had a whole section on leisure and encouraging clients to have leisure time hobbies uh, to benefit themselves. And one of them was movies. We had a whole section about movies and like going to the movies with your family and then also watching movies on your own. There's a real good sense of you know, spending some alone time, listening to music we talk about in a concert setting or for when my Diego was on, uh, the connection that you have at a concert with other fans of the same band, and it could be across all sorts of demographic lines, the community aspect of that, but also the individual aspect of I'm going to chill out and I'm going to listen uh, to music today and, and what, I, what that evokes as far as memories, thoughts, emotions, and feelings. And then also some of the relief aspects from the altruistic sense that music has done and the industry has done. He talked about the Sandy Relief uh, concert that he did uh, with his band and also about the uh, relief shows after 9-11 where the music community really joined together and raised money for the victims of that terrible tragedy at that terrible time in our nation. It was something comforting about hearing that music and the Sandy Relief in this area after Hurricane Sandy, there was some comfort in that in the music community coming together with other communities to try and, and uh, lift people up and provide them with some hope. Diego's got, I wanted to mention this earlier, 
And then I took the call from, from Nick, which I'm so glad he was able to call in. And I again say that to that caller that I missed, please try and call back. Um, and we'll try and get you up. And I wanted to mention that Diego had uh, left um, some information and uh, back on the show when he was on. And that information is www.diegoa.net. That's his website. Now, he has a new single that's out, and he also has a single called Walker's Lullaby. Uh, his sister had a child, so he became a uncle. And his nephew's name is Walker. He wrote that uh, this song for his nephew. It's going to officially drop on Mother's Day, but you can pre-order that. That's www.diegoa.net. And he was a real talented guy, really interesting guest. That was a, a very good show. Uh, so we move forward from there. We're at 7.29. In a minute, I'm going to do uh, a quick uh, midpoint of the show break. Uh, we moved on from there, and uh, we did a show with uh, Tracy Leacock on Forgiveness and Resentment, and that was a very powerful show that I had you know, referenced earlier. And part of that show and part of the message of that show was it's important to not stay angry. And I know that that's easy to say, and uh, Tracy gets much more into it, and we took a real deep dive into that. Uh, don't stay angry. And how do you mitigate? How do you bridge the divide? You know, we have a, a segment called Bridging the Divide that we do after the 30-minute mark in our show, generally speaking. And that, in that case, with forgiveness and resentment, was with gratitude. To write stuff down, write down what you're grateful for. It was gratitude would be what would overcome that anger. Because by looking at that, you'd say, I'm, I'm so grateful for these things in my life. And you're slower to anger. And you're slower to holding on and harboring grudges and resentment against people. Um, and then also to, you know, go out and lead by example. You know, the common ground piece, which is the last segment of the show, of a normal show, which usually happens either 10 or uh, at 7.50 or 7.55, or closer to the top of the hour, depending on if we had calls or email questions or a lot of follow-ups that evening. Lead by example. So if you're presenting this energy, other people are going to follow that, are going to get behind that, are going to gravitate towards that. So if you're positive and if you in your own life don't hold on to anger, don't hold on to resentment, don't hold on to grudges, are grateful and, and kind and, and full of joy, People are going to want to follow that example, want to follow that lead. We're at 731 here on the East, episode 20 of Undivided. The first 20 episodes, excuse me. And we've come upon our midpoint of the show break. And then hopefully we'll get some other callers up. Some of my prior guests will be calling through. And Paul Garwood's show, Push Through. That's Push Through with Paul Garwood. New episode, his uh, series, Push Through, airs on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. His next episode is April the 22nd. It's a Sunday at 8 p.m. Raise your standards and fulfill your destiny. That is the name of the show. Uh, This coming episode, Sunday, 
422. That's April 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Life Coach chat channel. Brenda Baird Show. Brenda was a guest on this program, 7 p.m. Central Time, over on Tuesday, the 24th of April on Life Coach Radio Network, 7 p.m. Central. So that's 8 p.m. here in the East. Brenda Baird will have a new show coming our way. www.samaritanspurse.org. And a reminder, as I do on every show, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255. You matter, and people are there to listen. So if you have something that's going on in your life or in the life of a loved one, something that they are really struggling with or you see signs of despair in their life, please call the number, 800-273-8255. We're back on Undivided. Let's see if I can get this caller up. Hello? 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 Yes, hello? Hi there. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, we seem to be having some technical problems. I'm going to give it another second here. Hello? Hi there. Can How's you it hear going? Me now? Good, yeah. good. How are you? I'm glad I hung in. <laughs> <laughs> happy Wednesday. Yes, yes. Happy Wednesday to you too. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I was just talking about you, Tris. You were. I hope it was good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about our show. Talking about uh, you know what we uh, what we talked about with forgiveness and resentment. And right, right. How you get past that by being grateful and staying grateful and leading by example, and kind of recap the episode. But there's so much more to it. And uh, you were so gracious with your time that night. And we had all so much response from that show between the calls that we had, if you remember. And, I do. Uh, mm-hmm. between, yeah, between the emails we had and everything, that was a really awesome show, very powerful. Uh, how would you describe your experience and how would your network describe the experience of, of listening to you on the show or what they got out of the show? What, did, what would you describe? Great question. I would say my my experience was very humbling because, number one, very thankful to have been invited. I think you're fantastic, and your show really does touch, move, and inspire a, a boatload of folks. So um, my experience was one that was humbling, and it was exciting to interact with you. Um, and I, I would say that, you know, I was just really thankful that, you know, folks invited me into their home. Um, and in some cases in their heart. So um, for for me, it was a wonderful experience for my listeners. Um, my network of listeners really appreciated the show. Um, they loved the platform. They loved the interaction. They loved the fact that they could call in or or email. And it really helped to ignite some of them uh, in that in that arena for that topic. Um, you know, some clients just felt like. You know, it was something they weren't ready to deal with, but they knew it was hovering around, and and that just allowed them now to 
bring that up as a topic for discussion. So um, that part of it was great. And, and of course, it helped to introduce me to some new people nationally. Um, you know, I, I encountered folks from Detroit and Missouri, um, and that was great. And I, I actually was in Florida last week, and um, one of my one of my clients who I met from the show um, lives in Florida. So I actually had an opportunity to have like a one-to-one session face-to-face, which was fantastic. Wow. That's excellent. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So what do you have going on since you were a guest on the show? What's been, what's been new? What's been going on? Um, so, in addition to the the personal, you know, relationship or relational side of the business, the professional side has really broadened um, and and expanded across now into more of the the behavioral science aspect of things, which I thought was really cool and and lifestyle within organizations. Um, so that was really really interesting to see because. You know, I've been recruited by different organizations to help them understand better consumers and how they relate to brands and what is it that they can do on a more corporate social aspect level to be able to bridge that distance between the consumer and the brand. And it's, you know, everybody wants to take a more conscious standpoint and get a little bit more real. So working with organizations to get them a little more transparent, to have things like, um, you know, more supportive discussions rather than reviews and um, constructive criticism. You know, we're really shifting how that is and having a more compassionate work environment, which easily transcends into the home. Wow. That's excellent. Look at that. Yeah. No, whole new doors to open. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's such a blessing. Yeah, a real a real good blessing. It's it it's so synonymous with what's in the Bible as far as, you know, being slow to speak and, you know, just quick to listen and bringing everything um with thanksgiving and praise and with the prayer and and when we do that even on a human level, on a flesh level, we come and approach people with gratitude and we approach people with thanksgiving appreciation before we ask them for something or of something it's amazing how that relationship will shift into something different it really is and thank you for sharing that thank you so much for calling in I appreciate it a lot my pleasure thank you again for being on the show hello Hello. Hello. Frank. Yes. It's Marla. Marla Goldberg. Marla, welcome back to Undivided. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great as well. I've got a bunch of calls here. Thank you guys very much for uh, for doing that. Uh, well, congratulations really on your twentieth episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that a lot. So, what's been? Um, how would you describe your experience and coming on the show and 
what's been going on since the show, all that good stuff. Well, coming on the show was fabulous. I have enjoyed so much getting to know you. We've had some amazing conversations in preparation to the show that I was on with you last month. Um, So getting to know you and what a phenomenal individual you are to start with was such a gift and such a pleasure. Uh, The show itself was, I thought, fun, intriguing, enlightening. I I thought it was pretty meaty. I thought there was some good um, back and forth and good information that was disseminated between the both of us. And um, Uh so it was great. The feedback I got was very positive and supportive. Um, People found it interesting and I mean, I'm just going to be repeating myself if I repeat what they said, but it it was very positive and good. Um, And since we last uh, spoke, things have sort of exploded for me in a phenomenal way. I have have some amazing opportunities coming up. So to begin with, I'm starting my own podcast because, as you know, living an enlightened life, I have a co-host, Jen Pastikas. you know, living an enlightened and empowered life. Um, But I'm going to be going out and having my own solo show, which is named Guided Spirit Conversations. So it's an interactive podcast where it's basically a call-in show where people can call me and share a question and we'll, you know, I'll share the guidance that I receive with them. It's a little different than a psychic conversation because they don't just call up and, you know, I just tell them things randomly. There has to be a discussion and then I'll get guidance from from spirit and I'm able to then share what I get. And hopefully it will help them as it tends to do. Um, so I've got that coming up. I am, I am contributing to an anthology book, which should be out in November. And I have just become part of the teaching staff at Transformation TV, where I will be part of their sequel movie um, about hidden healers. Uh, and then I will also have a internet TV show as well as the Wow, book. so you've got a lot going on. I have a lot, got a lot going, going on, on, my friend. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited about it all. You should be, and I'm glad we got some of that out there, so you know people can grab onto that and um, and and seek out how to find that. Uh, uh, is the best thing to go to your website? Would that be uh, the way to go there? Go to my website. I will share that my website has not been updated yet because everything is so brand new. And as you know, I've been my transition from moving from North Carolina back to Illinois. So, uh, <laughs> remember well, the, right, the, when right. we were on the show last time, you had the snowstorm. Tonight, I have the snowstorm. Oh, gee. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. it was so awesome having you on the show. It, you were great in, in the role and in speaking on the topic, and we had such awesome feedback on that show as far as, you know, going out and living your life and, I really appreciate Marla. I got to jump to some other calls, but I really appreciate you coming on and, and calling in. Thank you well, very congratulations much. Congratulations on 20th, and thank you, Frank. You take care now. You too, Marla. Take care. So we're moving on. I know I had a couple other calls in the queue. Um, so those people, please call back. I, um, 
it appears that they dropped out of the queue. I had them on the show here. Uh, so hopefully we'll get those callers back up and take it from there. I know uh, – oh, here we got a call up. Okay, let's see if this works. Hello? Hi, Frank. Hey, how's it going, Tammy? Good. Yes, it's Tammy. How are you? Yeah, great. Welcome back to Undivided. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you. Yes, it's been a while. I think we did we did our I've been great. We did our show I think in October or November. Yes, something like that. So it's can you believe it's been like six months already? No, I can't. It still seems like it was just like <laughs> a few weeks ago to me. Time is flying. I know. I say time flies when you're having fun or when you're working too hard, one or the other. <laughs> or both, I guess. Or both, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and um, for coming back to the show. Um, you know, we had some great feedback from, you know, when you were on. And, you know, that was such, if you remember, you know, I'm sure you do, uh, that whole Me Too movement, that whole thing had just kind of come about when we had planned yes. the show for a while. And here we were. Remember that night? <laughs> Yes, we're, yes, we're we were sort of in the middle. Yeah, we were like in the middle of a of a hot topic um, that was happening. So it was it ended up being a very timely and powerful episode, I think. And it was I was so grateful to to be on your on the show with you that night. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's like here we had planned this out, and then it's like two days after the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, and we're both like, "Where really? We planned this out," and everyone's like, "Yeah, sure." You know, like you're jumping, yeah. on, you're jumping on the bandwagon, you know, trying to get people to listen to the show and everything. I'm like, no, we had this planned out for a while. So yes. what's been new? Um, what's your, been your experience being on the show? What was your network's um, reaction to being on the show? Like the, the people in your network or people that may have listened, your clients, or, um, you know, what was your experience or both? Well, the the experience of being on your show was, was great. Um, and it was sort of like I had launched my own podcast right around the same time. I think I had done one episode before I came on your show and you were, you were really great. You made it really easy for me to sort of get my feet wet. Um, and I just, I, I really enjoyed my time on the show and the feedback I got was really very positive. I think it was, I think it was reassuring for a lot of people um, who may have felt like their situation was isolated, even though that the Me Too movement was really like heating up at that point. I think it was still, I think it was still reassuring for people to feel that this was a systemic problem. Um, You know, the inequality of women in the workplace, that this was something that was you know, this was a widespread problem. It wasn't an individual problem like with them, right? So they didn't feel like, you know, there was something wrong with them at work if they were experiencing something like this, that it, and they didn't feel so isolated. So I did, I did get a lot of positive response from my, from my network for the show. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's, that's very cool. Um, what do you have going on since? What's been going on? I know you say like it's unbelievable. Take it's been six months. What do you have going on? Oh my goodness, so much. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. 
so I am, so I'm still doing my own podcast, Kick Some Glass Career Coaching. Um, and I'm bringing on a co-host here this month. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and then since, so since the, since our show, um, I am, I was asked to be a contributor to two separate career books, um, to put in like an essay. Um, I'm also a regular contributor now for the Mighty Women magazine. I do a career column that talks about women at work, of course. Um, and oh, cool. just last month, I launched a job searching course um, on my website, Kick Glass Career Coaching. So it's yeah. So I have been busy, but I've been having fun. So that's great. I'm so glad to hear that. Wow, you do have a lot going on. So here you've got <laughs> you know contribution to books. It really paid to come on my show. It did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think about the the movement, uh, you know, where it's gone? I mean, it was in its first real days when, when you came on, you know, where it's gone and, and where it's going. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I had a conversation with somebody, you know, separately earlier today about this, and, and they, had a, they had a really interesting take, but I'll, I'll get there at some point, uh, maybe on the show another day, but... Uh, what, what's your take on, on the whole movement where, where it is? Well, I guess, first of all, I'm, kind, I'm, I'm happy to see that it hasn't completely faded away. Like it wasn't just a, a passing fad. Um, you know, it still has a presence. It's still going strong. Um, women are still making their voices heard. Women are still telling their stories. And I find that very encouraging um, and, you know, since in the new year, this isn't really about me too, but in the new year, we've seen globally anyway, we've seen some actual progress as far as pay parity goes. Um, Iceland, um, it's now illegal to pay women less, and they've put in some legislation in Iceland that makes it illegal and actually makes businesses accountable. And then last month, um, I think think actually on International Women's Day on March 8th, France passed similar legislation that would require companies to report what they're paying people. Um, if your company's, I think, larger than 200 employees, you actually have to report what you're paying people to the government so that the government can see if there is this, you know, wage gap or this um, pay disparity existing and then if there is then you have to pay a huge fine so it's just it's nice to start seeing some real actual change and in, in action it is thank you for sharing that i was not aware of that that's um it's really interesting that that those uh that legislation in those countries have taken steps to actually you know pass legislation in that way to kind of level the mm-hmm. playing field if you will um, yes, which kind of takes yes. us a whole other direction. And, and like in your show, we talked about it, you know, women in the workplace taking ownership. You know, so many times women tend to, like, stay in the background and, you mm-hmm. know, be confident, take ownership of, of your skills and be confident. That confidence yes. is going to go a long way. So it's even, you know, simple things like that. So, you know, listening to the show that Tammy and I did and listening to Tammy's show, um, 
I'm going to promote your next show at the top of the hour before I close off. But um, I really appreciate you call, calling in and coming on. Uh, it was great to connect with you again. And I'm glad that there's so much uh, other stuff going on. Where can they find out about this? Should they go to your website uh, as far as like, yeah, the my, books and some of the things you're collaborating on? Yeah. Yeah, the website is the easiest place. So that's kickglass, G-L-A-S-S, kickglasscareercoaching.com. Awesome. Thank you, Tammy. It was great hearing your voice again. It was great connecting up with you. Yes, it was a pleasure, and congratulations on Episode 20. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'll be there for yours. Oh, yes, please do. Thank you. Take care. And that was Tammy Banfield. So, yes, when she came on, it was right at the beginning of the Me Too movement, and that really did, I was kind of half-joking but half-serious, that really did transpire. People were kind of you know, not accusing me, but kind of throwing it out there that, you know, I was jumping on the bandwagon and trying to get listeners for the show. And here, Tammy and I had planned this for like weeks and some things kind of got changed. And then we, you know, reconfigured when, you know, what show we were going to do it on and be able to link up with our schedules and everything. And it just so happened that, you know, it fell right around that same time. Uh, Real unfortunate circumstances for the people that are involved. And as I talk about on that show, they're, were people that were, you know, putting out that hashtag me too in my own personal network, uh, family and friends that I had no idea had gone through something like that. And I was really shocked and, and really kind of taken aback that that had happened to them and they had never one either told me or shared that with me. And it goes to, to drive home the point that that was a very sensitive and very private issue uh, that people went through. But we also talk a lot about the barriers of the glass ceiling women at work and the differences between men and women at work and how, you know, men can be, you know, praised or promoted for certain activity that they would say a woman is, is acting, you know, catty or backstabbing about, or is it, you know, they would give a higher promotion for that. So it was a very interesting conversation about the divide of gender. And it was a very powerful episode and a very uplifting episode uh, that we received some very, very good, uh, feedback on. I have to apologize for the uh, to the listeners and to everyone tonight. I was all thrown by uh, some of we had some little glitches getting people on. Um, I had people all calling in at the same time, and I think things got uh, it was almost like the the board couldn't handle it, and things started got moved around and kind of threw me off a bit. So for that, I do apologize. Um, it was great to hear uh, Tammy's voice. It was great to hear Marla's voice again. And everything that she has going on, I'm going to read a short testimonial later uh, as we get to the end of our show here in a few minutes. Uh, But around this time of the show, we would talk about common ground, and that would be the last part of our show. And we look for common ground on a lot of things. Uh, Every show, we have different areas where we will find and and lay out common ground. So that's the, the first steps, things that we could do immediately to take some of the things that we identify in bridging the divide segment, some of the strategies, maybe a coaching technique. The role of coaching here is very important. It's uh, central to the show. So whether we talk about the difference between coaching and therapy, which I talked about with Nick Perez, when Nicholas Perez was on the show, uh, Overcoming and Defeating the Stigma of Mental Illness, that was episode number seven. Nick could not be with us tonight because his final exams in his doctorate program. 
Uh, he wanted to be and sends his thanks to the audience and to everyone that gave us such great feedback. That show, Episode 7, was a real watershed show for this series, Undivided. When talking with Nick in Episode 7, I was just beyond that point that we were in the entry part of the show and going into kind of where I thought out of like an infancy stage and into a growth stage for the show. It was the perfect combination of us joining together at that point. His expertise in the therapeutic side, mine with coaching and with just trying to navigate a, a, a topic that was so big and so close to home with me, mental illness, and not really knowing all the answers, not having the expertise. He provided that and shed a lot of light. And we talked about anxiety, depression, things that people that I know have been through, uh, things that I've been through at points in my own life, battles that you have and that people have, and the stigma that comes with it in society where people are looked down upon because they have mental illness still to this day. We had so much response, email, text, phone calls. The two of us were told that people in our respective networks had people listen to the show. Listeners emailed me and said, hey, I had so-and-so listen to the show. They didn't commit suicide. They went and got help for this uh, substance abuse. They went and got help for substance abuse and probably mental illness happening at the same time. They, the, hearing that, that is the biggest impact that you can have, that this little show saved someone's life. And to me, that night, reading that was the day after Nick and I went on, I was blown away. And I knew then that, you know, this idea for Undivided, which I've shared on other episodes of the show and in my first episode, this idea for Undivided, I had agreed with uh, Russ Terry from Life Coach Radio Network to, to host my own show. I had no idea what the show was going to be about. I got the idea when I was sitting at church on a Sunday at Mass. I knew that God put me here to do the show, that that was one of the things he wanted me to do, that he put me in contact with certain people that have now come on the show. Because of that, we were able to reach people and change lives. My little sister jumped on the show. Maria Maduri is also a coach. She came on and talk, talked about the importance of self-care. And we talked a lot about and really drilled down on self-care and how one of the main aspects of that is to put away your phone, put away your device, have some non-device time, and just sit and think. It was very similar to the show I did on healing in episode five. But when we did that show together in episode eight, it brought about some very, she plays out some very interesting tips in that show on how to take care of yourself so that you could be present for others. Uh, a week ago tonight, uh, my wife and I had the privilege of attending an event that was going on within our diocese. It was about 20, 30 minutes from our house at a parish down there where a big uh, Catholic speaker, a very dynamic speaker named Chris Stefanik, he's an evangelist speaker uh, and creates educational videos for confirmation for college students and high school students on how to keep the faith uh, through all the other pressures that society and your friends and peer pressure put on you. And Chris uh, does some great work uh, with youth organizations and with different programs. 
and attending that program that night was a real blessing for us. And he talks about it because here, you know, my wife and I have been in roles in our life where we've had to care for other people and are still in that, that role. And, they, and he was saying as a caregiver, you have to give yourself time. Like in Catholicism, Christianity, you're really, the, some of the messaging to be, well, you have to do for others and do for others and do for others and you have to, you know, uh, do for God first and then for others second and your spouse and then you put yourself last. And he was saying some of that has to change a little bit. Some of that has to be tweaked. And even the Pope has talked about it. Leisure time, vacation is very important so that you can be present and that you can give your energy so that you can give good works to people. And that's part of what Chris Stefanik talked about in this program. He's saying if you don't do that for yourself and you keep doing for other people, you're going to be the most burned out person, the most exhausted person for the people that rely on you the most. And that's not fair to them and it's not fair to yourself. So you have to take that time for self-care. And in a little while, I'm going I'm to preview in a couple of minutes when I close the show. I know we're right around 8 o'clock Eastern, so I'm aware of that. Um, in a couple of minutes, I'm just waiting on seeing if some people might call in a little late here because things got kind of thrown off earlier. Um, I'm going to talk about the future shows, the future of Undivided. And a lot of it's going to center on that, not only self-care, but to, to drill down into some other areas of self, of the divisions within yourself. We talked about that when I brought on Michelle West, and we talked about grieving. And we talked about grieving can happen where you could be divided against yourself in grief because you could be at one point grieving, but at another point feeling almost relief that that person is that you don't have to take care of that person anymore. And then you feel guilty for feeling, oh, what, what, a, what a relief this is or a weight off my shoulders or what stress this caused in my life. And that could cause you to feel very guilty and that could divide you against yourself. I feel sad. I feel relieved. What do I do with all this? So Michelle came on and shared her own personal experiences and her experiences with counseling and coaching people around that, that it's okay to grieve. It's okay to feel. It's, a, it's normal that you're going to feel that, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that relief uh, at points, especially if you were very involved in the person's care and it was a long, drawn-out illness and it was very hard to, to watch that suffering. It's okay to reconcile those feelings and that time will heal them. That show is very powerful for people that are grieving. And you want to know something interesting I had mentioned earlier about Tammy and I not able to sync up our show, and then we sync up, and it's right at the beginning of this movement. Michelle and I have been talking for about six weeks about her coming on the show. And three weeks before she was uh, set to come on, three or four weeks before, she said to me, I, I want to change the topic, which we had agreed to like two or three weeks prior. It's going to be something different. She says, okay, if we change the topic, I want to speak about grieving and, and being divided against yourself and everything I just spoke about. And I said, okay. I did that show less than a week after my father-in-law's funeral, and that's the way that that played out. So when I, when I go on that show, I'm very raw in my own first stages of grief back in November, late November, right after Thanksgiving time is when Michelle came on. And I'm at that stage, and it was very powerful for me because that was the topic for the night, 
And that was what was literally going on in my life at that time. So that's another episode to check out. If you have missed that, that was uh, Michelle came on episode number 11. So we've tackled a lot of divides. We had Scott Krause on about being a leader instead of being a boss. And it lays out different things. If you're in a leadership position, you should listen to that. We had Patrick Sweeney on around the concept of transitions in life and not looking at certain transitions like a loss of a job, a loss of a spouse, uh, uh, a dissolved marriage. Don't look at those things as the end. You know, I mentioned going to Chris Stefanik last Wednesday night. He talks about that too. He said, those are pages in your story, the story that God has laid out for you. Or if it's a longer thing, it might be a chapter in your story. It's not your whole story. And we have to stop looking at like that and at that. And we're going to have a show in the future on that as well. It's going to be all about moving forward when you've had something happen to you in your life that keeps bringing you back down. And it's how do you move forward. And I'm going to have a very special guest in the summer, in July. Uh, That show was just finalized actually today. So Patrick came on and lent his wealth of knowledge and experience to that. I did a Christmas and a New Year's show where I talked a lot about the barriers around religion. And those were very controversial topics. And I received some very interesting feedback as far as how I handled that and how I explained that and how I explained from my faith understanding and my background in Catholicism and the commonalities in religion where society wants us to think, oh, we're so different and they want to divide us by religion. There's central tenets to religion that are common to each person. So I talk about that in New Year's. I talk about New Year's resolutions and how they never seem to work out and how you can make a better plan for yourself. And I lay out strategies through coaching techniques so that you can make better resolutions to yourself and not feel guilty about breaking them because you'd be more apt to follow through on them if you look at it in a different way and you break those down into smaller pieces and give yourself time and give yourself steps to make it to certain goals and not just bite off one big, huge goal. And then two weeks later, as most people do, at the beginning of the year, they quit on their New Year's resolution. So that's an interesting show to check out. We have Brenda Baird on the show, as I mentioned earlier, on breaking down the barriers to the executive suite and how that seems to be male-oriented and how women can be shut out of C-level jobs, why that is. She was a CEO of a company in a men's profession. So if you're a woman, and if you're anyone, you really should listen to the show because she had some very interesting takes on what I thought. And when I mentioned to her certain things, I thought, well, she's going to go one way with it, she went another. When I said, oh, you know, I think if a woman became CEO – you know, things would change in some of these corporations. And she said, no, power makes people do crazy things. It's a human thing. It's not a woman or a man thing. A woman, I've seen women CEOs do similar things and misuse power. And it has to come back to code of conduct and some other changes in the workplace. Very interesting show. So that's going to about uh, wrap us up for tonight. It's 8.07. And I will share with you a couple of testimonials, and then I will, because I offer people the option to email testimonials in, 
and then I'm going to do a couple of promotions for shows and talk to you about the future of Undivided. Uh, Tracy Leacock was very gracious in saying that her experience on Undivided was a humbling experience, that she was thankful for being invited out to the show and into the listener's home, and in some cases, their heart. It was a factor in opening up doors for me, this is what Tracy wrote to me, on a national capacity, as well as brought attention from my client and contact base to the show. Undivided continues to have the ability to allow listeners to experience healing, solutions, and awareness through Frank's knowledge, experience, and reach to tap into a diverse group of experts. She goes on to say, because she did update us when she was on about her her, uh, practice TLC, she goes on to say, wishing all of Undivided's listeners and supporters love and light, blessing to the show, its hosts, and prayerful that it manifests avenues of good intentions. That is so humbling for me to read, I can't even tell you. It is just so wonderful, the comments that were provided. And this testimonial from uh, Marla, she loved her experience on Undivided. This is Marla Goldberg. As well as those I got feedback from following the show, she found was very intriguing. Many resonated with the subject and the content, which Marla and I talked about chasing the dream versus true fulfillment, keeping up with the Joneses versus being truly fulfilled. Those were the two, that was the divide we talked about and how it's important to live your own life and listen to the spiritual side of what's happening in your life and to make decisions to really experience life, to not go chasing someone else's dreams, but to make your own and to make your own life and be comfortable with that. Uh, Many resonated with the subject content, though there were a few that had different opinions. As for me, she's got a new podcast called Guided Spirit Conversations, which is what she mentioned before. It's it's a call-in show where she would use her guidance to help the listening audience. Now, Marla is a certified intuitive coach, so that could be a very interesting show, I'm sure. It's going to be an interesting series to help people. She's also contributing a chapter in a book that's going to be coming out in October, and she's writing her own book. Uh, She's going to be part of a movie called Hidden Healers, that will be on Transformation TV, and it's also an Internet TV show. So that's going to be later this year. And she thanks me for uh, the opportunity to come on the program and wishes us and the program the best. Those feelings and those sentiments mean so much to me as this show that started out as the small idea and then became a big idea and then grew from there. I'm so blessed that people have come on this show, I truly am, to share their talents and their expertise. In expert, episode 19, excuse me, I had an expertise of Paul Garwood, who has the show Push Through that I mentioned earlier, who talked about the suicide epidemic, and that was my episode two weeks ago. So Paul was able to come on, lays out some really interesting strategies for people looking for warning signs. Suicide epidemic is such a terrible, gripping thing in our society today that if you are anyone that you know or above or care about or are a neighbor of or a classmate of is going through certain things and maybe has had suicidal thoughts or suicidal ideas or spoken about it, it's a great show to listen to to get the ideas and strategies about how you would help that person because every life is beautiful, every life is meaningful, and every life is important. So what lies ahead for us, I'm going to do the uh, show promotions for some upcoming shows and then give you some upcoming shows here on Undivided, and then I'm going to close off for the night 
It's 810 here on the East, and I thank you so much for being with me through the 20 episodes and tonight on our 20th episode. And Brenda Baird show, I was talking about Brenda Baird, comes up on the 24th. It's Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Trina Ramsey has a solo show the same night at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, over on Life Coach Radio Network. And Tammy Banfield, who was just on our show uh, a little bit earlier, called in. Uh, Tammy's new show, part of her Kick Glass, that's G-L-A-S-S, Tammy Banfield Kick Glass is the name of the series, 425, so it's April 25th, it's a Wednesday, it's one week from today at 1 p.m. Eastern, again, Tammy Banfield, new episode of Kick Glass on Life Coach Radio Network, 1 p.m. Eastern on the 25th of April. And Food for the Poor, 1-800-427-9104. Food for the Poor, great charity out of South Florida. www.foodforthepoor.org.org. 800-427-9104 is their phone number. MAP International, 800-225-8550. That's MAP, M-A-P, International. 800-225-8550. That's www. Dot map. That's www.mapisandpeter.org to donate. My next show will be May the 2nd with Arlene Schneider. Now, the title is not completely hashed out. Arlene and I actually spoke earlier today on the phone. The title is not completely hashed out, but the subject and the topic is going to be high school students and stress, and that stress which can lead to and very often leads to anxiety or depression, which could lead to other problems, major problems. So the stress that high school students are under. It's a great show for parents of children that are, have children in high school, excuse me, or of children that are going to be entering high school because the challenges today are very different from when Arlene and I went to school. So we're going to talk about that, the challenge and the pressures of getting into colleges and all that goes with the application process is different than when we went to school. And upcoming shows, future shows, are going to focus on anxiety. Uh, multiple shows, not, not only the next one, but other shows will focus on anxiety, on the person and the connection of the person to themselves and being able to forgive yourself and be able to move on, uh, to be able to have a relationship with yourself. We're going to talk to Amy Phillips about that on June 6th. Uh, Maggie Stearns is going to come on the show May 16th. That's going to be another show about uh, a different form, a different topic relative to anxiety. So we have some excellent shows coming up. We also have The Barrier Around Retirement with Miles Smith. Uh, that will be this summer, uh, late summer. Uh, he's an expert in that. So we have so much to look forward to. I'm going to, I'm going to tackle that barrier of age and retirement and how society may see that as a dead end and how it is for many people is a new beginning. So there's so much to do. There's so many barriers that we are going to tackle in our next 20 episodes and beyond. So my next show, two weeks from tonight, May 2nd, with Arlene Schneider at 7 p.m. Please join me then. For everyone at Undivided, for everyone here at Life Coach Radio Network, I thank you and I urge you to please listen to others. Please be present for other people. Please get to know your neighbors. Get to know God. Live a life that is truly undivided. I thank you guys very much, all the listeners, all of my guests, 
and I'm going to name everyone that now guest starred on the show and thank them to Bill Ross, to Dennis Marshall, to Steve Rook, to Tracy Leacock, to Nick Perez, to Maria Maduri, to Diego Alessandro, to Tammy Banfield, to Michelle West, to Scott Krause, to Nick Marchese, to Patrick Sweeney, to Brenda Baird, to Marla Goldberg, and to Paul Garwood. My thanks for coming on, for sharing your time and your talents to my, my show and to lift and inspire people to hope and to live a life that's truly undivided. And until I see you guys again, for Russ Terry, for Trina Ramsey, for Danica Treble, and everyone at Life Coach Radio Network, this has been Undivided, Episode 20, the first 20 episodes. And until I see you on May 2nd, be blessed and be well.